What's the final rebellion? We're headed for Metatron. <laughs> All right. It's the Watchers on the Couch. I got nothing else for you. For you. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch. Today we are discussing episodes 7 and 8 of season 3 of the HBO and BBC series, His Dark Materials. It's the end. This is it, Mike. The show this is over it. after this. <laughs> it's over! Uh, these episodes are called The Clouded Mountain and The Botanic Garden. I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And if you are just tuning in for the first time, what an episode for you to decide to listen to for the first time. But hey... Why not? What we do here is Mike and I will do our initial thoughts of the two episodes of His Dark Materials that we watched this week, and uh, then we will get down into our kind of play-by-play -play recap of the two episodes and uh, probably talk some shit about it here and there. Uh, we'll do some praising where it's deserved and roast it where it's not. I mean, that's kind of how these things work, right? So, Mike... Oh, Duster Bust, episode seven and eight. I'm interested in hearing what you think. Is it sparkly and magical, or uh, should it get smushed into the hands of an angel? Oh, smushed, smushed for me. Especially smushed. at least uh, uh, episode eight was definitely bust. Okay. Uh, episode seven, kind of in the middle there. But, All right. Uh, Wow. Episode eight. I was like, I don't know. Felt like I was uh, watching like the end of Lord of the Rings or some shit. That's like, exactly. <laughs> it's, and it's in my notes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what about you? Dust or bust? Uh, so for me, episode seven is so much dust. There's like a cake of dust on top of it. I loved episode seven. Um. Episode eight, someone came in and sucked up a lot of that dust, it, but it, it was still kind of dusty. Episode seven was a great episode, uh, in my opinion, not just like one of my favorite of this series, but probably one of the best episodes I've seen of TV this year. However, with some of the stuff that we've seen this year, that's not saying a whole lot. Um, yeah, episode like like Mike said, uh, very Lord of the Rings esque. Episode eight was super anticlimactic by comparison to episode seven. So it's like Return of the King, the book, uh, not the movie where, okay, they defeated this godlike antagonist, but then they go back to the Shire and Saruman's still there fucking shit up. But this one's even worse because the Saruman in this story is McPhail, who died back <laughs> no. in episode five. So it's like, oh, yeah, Gomez, the most forgettable character in the whole goddamn show is still out there. Not fucking Gomez. Oh, no. <laughs> That's when he so when he came on screen, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, it's Gomez. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Dude, with the with the Christmas week going by between episodes and the whole of episode seven being kind of nonstop. I legit forgot that Gomez even existed until the previously on for episode eight. <laughs> no. And he didn't even need to be in that episode. Nope. Like they could have blown him up two episodes ago. His entire existence is completely inconsequential to the series. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping like he's more prevalent in the books because like otherwise, what the fuck was the point to this guy? 
Oh, there's a lot more things that are more prevalent in the books because I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff missing. But... There's a lot of questions for sure. Yeah. So let's get into it. Part one of this, we're going to start covering the Clouded Mountain with the final rebellion. Um, <clears throat> so there's this big dark cloud that settles over the fortress as so. Yeah, the uh, my notes are kind of mostly in order, but they might not be in the exact same order that it happens in the show. But basically, a big dark cloud settles over the fortress as Azriel's camp makes ready and. Azrael has had these capacitors made that he's transporting into the abyss. And Zafina, the rebel angel leader, tells Azrael's council that the way forward depends on Lyra. And if she survives the fall, all the worlds will be liberated. But if Metatron gets control of her and Will's demons, uh, the future is his forever. So it's like, well, okay. Because they were why? talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, but why? I don't know. That's one thing I don't understand. I'm just going along with it. This, yeah, but, this whole thing oh, where it's the prophecy. <laughs> this whole thing where they're demon, they're vulnerable without their demons is like okay. I mean, we know through what happens to a Gunway's daughter that they have some way of doing some kind of soul severing thing. So I guess mm -hmm. like if he gets the demons, he can kind of brainwash them into serving him, kind of like. Ha what happened with the gunway's daughter yeah but like they're just saying like if they like i I feel everything could still happen without lyra and will mm -hmm. you know i don't know i'm Probably. like lyra, but i guess but they're special <laughs> that's true there's a whole lot of we'll get into it but yeah basically lyra and will are completely inconsequential to the war which yeah yeah. Besides them opening the door to the land of the dead, but even that, I still kind of don't understand why that has control over why that gives Metatron control. It gives them control over like dead people, but I don't, yeah, I don't okay. understand. So everybody's going to the land of the dead regardless when they die. But at some point, there's a they get to a prison camp instead of like just passing through, and like we, yeah, we mm. don't know if it was always that way or if they were supposed to be like rebirthed. So yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of questions <laughs> about this. <laughs> to get rebirthed, you have to do a very long walk first. We need to see your papers. Get your steps in. <laughs> you you got to go over the boat ride. I don't, I don't want to take a boat ride. Nope. Got to take a boat ride. <laughs> Got to take a long walk, get on the boat, walk some more. How many people can it fit? About two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you're lucky. He's going to take a long time. So, yeah, Asriel's like, I've spent my whole life uh, believing that all these, in, in, in the pursuit of science and all these prophecies and shit like that is just hokum. And now <laughs> I can't ignore... The fact that in front of me, all of this rests on the survival of my daughter. So, okay, new plan. We don't have to win. We just have to give Frodo a chance and keep Sauron's <laughs> eyes fixed on us. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's the wrong series again. Uh, yeah, he does a quick 180. Uh, mm -hmm. As does. Like, basically, as soon as he found out that she's opening up the land of the dead, it's like, okay, this is he's almost a completely new character. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. So it it man, it really seemed like there was a there had to be parts cut out of this 
the series mm-hmm. either was cut out or it wasn't even filmed at all or it was supposed to you know i don't know i almost feel like the at&t by an hbo thing or whoever the fuck bought it i thought mm-hmm. it was 18 but because like westworld westworld's not even on hbo max anymore because they're selling it to other places so i'm wondering if that's also part of the reason they want to get this like they doubled episodes because i'm mm-hmm. like why would you do that this is you know a prestige one of your prestige shows in my opinion and you're doubling up episodes to get it done faster is it so you can sell it to somebody like before the new year i don't know <laughs> but mm. i i feel like there's episodes missing or like we definitely could have got more like i don't know some i feel very strange about this uh whole last season like there's things i'm like i wish we spent more time on this i wish we didn't spend more time on this stuff but then mm-hmm. yeah i don't know you yeah know? it definitely feels rushed like Someone feels rushed, and then some other stuff. Some, I feel that right. it's not like <laughs> like episode eight is kind of drug on a little bit, but yeah, episode eight. I that, don't know episode eight. I've got some notes about <laughs> not a whole lot, but uh, yeah. Zavina yeah. says she'll alert Azriel when Will cuts through to this world. Uh, Serafina Pekula's Damon demon is Damon Targaryen is out looking for Lyra and Will's demons. And we'll bring them here to the fortress. And Marissa's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to bring them here? Where Metatron's going to send everything he's got at you? And Azriel is like, oh, I'm totally prepared for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. He can't penetrate this. Uh, you know, I've built this to withstand uh, angel forces. He can't see through lead. Um <clears throat> So Asriel show, shows Marissa his plan. I've got a plan. Uh, so he's made the abyss one big heaven-killing dustbuster uh, that's going <laughs> to suck the whole clouded fortress down, and he's going to make sure that Metatron goes down the hole. Um, and he goes on to say that he thought, or that he was certain that he'd change the world, but the destiny that destiny apparently belongs to Lyra. He's been a shit dad. <coughs> That gave Lyra nothing, but at the very least, he can go buy her some time in order to change the world. <laughs> so, Marissa says, you know, if you and Metatron go down the pit, it's not just death down there. It's eternal oblivion. And he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know how whatever. you were talking about how I want this throne this entire time? It's never been about that. I'm totally willing to, like, die to fucking kill God. It's my ego, dude. Like, yeah. duh. Like, all I want to do is fucking fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, over. especially when he boss. looks like me, it's like, oh man, that's some sexy <laughs> James McAvoy. <laughs> I wish God looked like James. Wait a McAvoy. minute. <laughs> I've been I've been Metatron this whole time. <laughs> no, 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 stupid. <laughs> You don't get it. <laughs> this is very deep. I don't know. Looks just like me. <laughs> um. So Marissa goes and talks to to, to uh, Zafina, and she's you know you see and know everything. We're like totally fucked, aren't we? And the angel's like, well, you've already made up your mind, so nothing I say here is going to make much of a difference. But she tells Lyra that Marissa's love for Lyra 
or I'm sorry, she tells Marissa that Marissa's love for Lyra is her strength and her downfall, and that she has a gift to suppress the best of herself. And that when that time comes, she should use that because Metatron is a seer. And if someone goes before them without confronting their own darkness, they're pretty much helpless. And Marissa's like, well, Asriel's totally fucked then because he's not (laughs) introspective in the least. (laughs) But Asriel gives a rousing speech about how some of them may die. But thanks to Lyra, death isn't something to fear. It's a journey back to life. So, today we celebrate our Independence Day. They may take our lives, but they will never take our lives. <laughs> because the door is open to the land of the dead. Yeah, so, you just walk yeah. right on through. You become a new person. Uh, But their children will know paradise, but not in heaven. Here in the earth where he sits. I don't sit on the throne. I sit in the earth. Mm. Welcome. Oh, there's a stick on my butt. Welcome to the earth. Maybe I should get a third chair. So uh, the kingdom of heaven arrives, <laughs> and uh, Azrael flies <laughs> up to it with his intention craft. Meanwhile, uh, we'll, we'll s- switch over to. <clears throat> meanwhile, we'll switch over to Lyra and Will, who are watching the ghosts go to the world with the. With Atal and the Mulefa, or whatever they're called, Mufasas, and <laughs> disintegrate. And they talk about going there. Saying, like, oh, Will says that she can go. And uh, you go, you take the daemons, I'll catch up with you when the war's over. And she's like, oh, you big dumb-dumb. We're, uh, we're in this together. So Will and Lyra uh, get ready to, uh, to cut through back to Lyra's world where Azrael's camp is. I think Asriel, yeah, Asriel's camp is in Lyra's world, right? Oh, uh, I, or is oh, Asriel's ca- maybe Asriel's camp is in a think different so. world. I think it's a different world. Because that's uh, a Gunway's uh, world, right? I don't think so, because he opens a portal from a Gunway's world to his camp. And they all go through that door? They oh, all just go, all right. yeah. Huh. All right. So the witches join Azrael in the sky, and so do Zafina's angels. Will uh Will cuts through, and Zafina tells Azrael. Azrael signals the attack and proceeds to shoot angels with bullets. <laughs> so I would like to know a little bit more about how Azrael's bullets work, but okay. They're magic bullets, Tim. They're, They're dust magic bullets. bullets. That's all you need to know. Yep. Dust bolts. So, uh, Zafina tells Marissa that she's needed because Metatron has released the Demon Eaters, or as we know them as Specters. The Specters start tearing through the ca- camp. That's that's something that's kind of confusing for me. Why would they call them Demon Eaters? Because they don't attack children. Children have demons. So whatever. I guess they can't. What I don't whatever. <laughs> I was like, uh, why would you call it that? We we still don't find out. They're more yeah. Why the Marissa has these special powers? She's yep. special. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, the specters start tearing through the camp, but Marissa <laughs> goes out on a balcony and says, "Come to me," and basically <laughs> destroys all of them. And yeah, we don't know. 
why or how she can do that. It wasn't clear in season two. It was just mm-hmm. something that happened. It's like, wait a second. And yeah, they didn't explain that at all. I mean, I guess, I, I guess it paid off, <laughs> but yeah, it was real, real, real silly for me to watch. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's like, okay. Oh, put your hands out. Then ah! they're all dead. Yep. And it's like, boy, I hope that's explained in the book. Cause mm-hmm. even if it's even in the book, who knows? They might have just added that to the show. That's why it's so weird. Could be. But, uh, yeah, Pekala is fighting alongside Asriel when her demon tells her that he's found pantal- pantaloonies. And so she breaks off to go get them. Pekala finds Pan and tells them that they need to be reunited with Lyra. And we still see Will's demon. He's got a little kitty. Mm, too cute. Just like, uh, not just like, but fitting that he followed a cat through the portal to Chittagaze to begin with. And so now he's got a, uh, he's, he's got his own soul pussy. Yeah. Pan's being a little bitch. Yeah. Pan's, I, Pan was annoying this episode for sure. Pan was annoying the next episode too. Pan's a little emo bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. He should have had, uh, he needs a, uh, some hair in front of one of his eyes, like comb down. But you left me, but you left me, but you left me. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. I listen to My Chemical Romance all the time. Uh, <laughs> a gunway finds Lyra and Will and escorts them back to the tower and tells them, or he tells Will that he can't use the blade because angels can sense it and they'll know that they're separated from their demons. Mm-hmm. And Lyra asks the gunway if he trusts Asriel and that he shouldn't because Asriel uses people, which <laughs> so does Lyra, but okay. <laughs> um... A gunway says that Asriel's proud of her and heard Asriel chant her name in front of hundreds of his own troops. And she's like, well, I don't know why he'd do that, which, yeah, that's actually a good point, because I feel like Will and Lyra don't actually have any idea about what this war is or why it's being fought. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone has ever told them shit about this. It's just them trying. It's just people trying to get them all the time and not telling them anything. Will and Lyra are like. Oh man, they like told this story. All their scenes, I think, are super weird. Anytime they come into contact with something new, they're just like, meh. Yeah. No biggie. And they also have no sense of urgency for anything. Yeah. Ever. They're just like, huh, you know, take your time. Hey, look, there's a war going on up there. Meh. Oh, we'll go with these guys. <laughs> um,. Yeah, anyway, some cliff gas attack and a gunway and his men hold them off while Will and Lyra break for the tower. Uh, Marissa, after killing all the specters, is on a ledge in the tower, the uh, the same place where Rita Scotty died uh, two episodes or one episode. I don't remember how many episodes ago it was now. And uh, tells Metatron to show himself to her, which he does. So, show Ooh. yourself to me. Okay. Hi. And... <laughs> Hello. Hello. I've been here the whole time. I'm Metatron. <laughs> and he uh, basically he tells her to join him. Uh, she uh, she kneels down and tells her monkey that he knows what to do and starts walking across this uh, this ledge into the clouded mountain. Metatron didn't think that was a little strange. Mm-hmm. Like she left her monkey behind and like was like, hey, psh, you know what to do. 
<laughs> I can like, hear you. <laughs> yeah. I'm right I here. I can hear you. Yeah. So I heard that. And Asriel, as he's, you know, dodging angels and shooting other angels, and which, uh, yeah, the other thing about your dust bullets, how are you like being careful and not shooting witches and your angels <laughs> as you're just like machine gunning bullets everywhere? <laughs> Hey, can our angels put on like a jersey or something? <laughs> I need to know which ones are which. They do. They have the blue angels and Metatronus, the gold angels. Uh, yeah, but Asriel sees this from overhead. He's like, what the fuck is she doing? And flies in after. And uh, he uh, he appears in a hall with his intention craft and soul pussy nowhere to be found. And Metatron appears before Asriel as Asriel. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. you'll wage war against the heavens, but you haven't confronted yourself. Mm-hmm. What are you afraid of? Resentment of your daughter? <laughs> Asriel sees himself. He's like, I knew it. I <laughs> am the god. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Me this whole time. Turn Asriel's- the ship around. We're done. <laughs> We're done here. I I did have a throne this whole time. She was right. <laughs> um, but Asriel says, you know, maybe I'm resentful of my daughter, but I'm not afraid of you. You uh, you aren't the creator. You aren't even the authority. You're uh, you're just an angel, and before that, you were a dude named Enoch. So you're basically mm-hmm. just another person. And, I like his delivery, like Azrael's delivery, because it's like uh, Metatron's like, oh, my God, and I'm powerful or whatnot. And he's like, no, you're not. No, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not. I just, it was, it was just a funny delivery. For me, it was <laughs> like, like, no, you're not. No, you're just a guy. <laughs> Enoch. I enjoy, I enjoy James McAvoy in this scene very much. I, uh, I do too. I want a whole James, I want a whole series of James McAvoy. <laughs> Like, I don't mm-hmm. care if it's like the stuff like before this that we already kind of know what happened. Just give me more James McAvoy as Asriel. Um, but Asriel proceeds to start punching the shit out of himself. <laughs> and it seems to be going pretty well until Metatron just kicks him one time and super fucks him up. <laughs> you bleed so easy. You bleed like my Lee. Miley goo fuck. That's kickboxer. <laughs> there you go. From the movie Kickboxer. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. That's uh mm-hmm. that's dodgeball. <laughs> so meanwhile <laughs> Marissa's in her own hallway and is talking to Metatron and not as herself. It's uh it's some bloke. Uh, we see him in his Enoch form. Big eyes. <laughs> uh, Metatron tells her that he's chosen her, and if he wished, he could make her an angel and give her power. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened since the fall of man, which causes Marissa to think of Lyra. And Metatron's, oh, you're thinking of Lyra. Or you're thinking of Eve. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and Marissa admits that she does love Lyra. And that Lyra makes her feel weak, and she wants that feeling gone. So Metatron says to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. 
and uh, give Eve to him. Which the other thing that I would very much like to know, like nobody, neither of them asked Metatron this question is how the fuck did the two of them have an Eve? I don't know. Prophecy. Yeah. Hokum. Um, <laughs> I gave her my hokum. <laughs> uh, Metatron's my ho, telling ho, ho, my ho come my ho 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 come. <laughs> Metatron's telling Asriel that, yeah, <laughs> telling Asriel that he's all alone here and that nobody cares about him. <laughs> nobody likes you, and <laughs> he's like, Marissa does. <laughs> and Metatron's like, dude, he he's she's giving you up right now. <laughs> nope, never. She never do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> More uh uh-uh uhs to Metatron. <laughs> she yeah. never do that. I love her. Meanwhile, Marissa's like, yeah, I'll give you Asriel. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying no to protect problem. Metatron's like, oh, I already have Asriel, and I broke him. I just kicked him in the chest. Marissa's like, really? Show me. So Ooh. now all three of them are together, and she's like, I want him to know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they back Azrael up to where the uh, the floor ends and below is the abyss, which is convenient. And he's like, Marissa, no. Curse <laughs> your inevitable prisoner. betrayal. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Serafina stashes the demons in the tower. Meanwhile, like before that, she told them to take their bird forms and they all flew away uh, towards the tower and an angel tried to get them, but Serafina cast a spell and like just disintegrated it like fuck man <laughs> dude yeah that was I'm like what hold on like she just cast spells and kill angels yeah i don't know what the well, fuck okay. that was i mean pretty cool but yeah the reason i didn't mention it earlier in this discussion is it wasn't like plot it wasn't pivotal to the plot. So yeah, a lot of these things is like, yeah, some stuff happens, but it's like, I didn't talk about the, uh, the soldiers getting talked to in their brains by Metatron either. Cause it doesn't really do anything. It's not, mm-hmm. uh, it's not particularly important. Um, so yeah, Seraphina stashes the demons in the tower, then appears to will and Lyra to tell them that, Hey, your demons are in the tower, got them through to a safe world. And I'll be along after. So they uh they do that. Those, they uh, get oh why why didn't Will and Lyra just go with them? Will just like, oh, you're safe. See you later. We'll stay here well, where there's lots of danger. Well Will needs to Will thinks he needs to fight to get the give this knife to Asriel. Oh yeah, that's so, true. And then, about all that part. And then Lyra fucks off when she sees the golden monkey. So mm-hmm. It's a bloody monkey. It's a cheeky monkey. And Ooh. its French isn't very good. None of its language. It doesn't speak at all, actually. Losange a la Sula branch. <laughs> Losange a So, yeah, the uh, Will cuts a window. The demons jump through. This alerts Metatron, who now, is no- who now knows that Will and Lyra are there. So Coulter closes her eyes, telepathically signals her monkey. Lyra sees the monkey, follows the monkey. Monkey triggers the device, which destabilizes the cloud mountain as like light just shoots up out of the abyss. 
Uh, dust is starting to scatter around up there. Azrael looks uh, at Marissa and says, for Frodo. No, sorry. Wrong series again. Um, <laughs> for the watch. Yeah. Marissa pulls Asriel up. They grab Metatron. I was hoping that Marissa would just do some back patty cakes to him and like push him over. <laughs> but that didn't happen. Uh, Metatron a little more sturdy than McPhail. Uh, Stomaria yeah, they- gives a little back patty cakes yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> so yeah, Marissa... Pulls up, pulls Asriel up, grab Metatron, struggle to the edge. Stelmarilla appears, uh, I guess, because now they're destabilized. The place is destabilized, so she can appear now or however. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, yeah. It would have been cool to see her pilot the ship. <laughs> 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 like if, we, if you're just going to show up there randomly. Uh, that would have been awesome. But she leaps into this pile. They all go over the edge of the abyss. Uh, Lyra watches as the golden monkey disintegrates before her. She reaches out to touch the monkey. The monkey reaches out for her hand, but the hand turns to dusty ashes, which, Mm. I don't know, is it weird if you touch your mom's monkey? Mmm, grody. (laughs) Mom's monkey looks super sad. There's so many people. for a while. So many people are trying to touch this monkey and nobody touches it. <laughs> yeah, the golden monkey disintegrates. Uh, Stel Maria disintegrates as they uh, as she falls into the abyss. So uh, Coulter and Asriel die and I guess fall forever. Or forever. 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 They fell for the longest time. Yeah. Way, way too long. And they're still Just falling. Super slow-mo. Yeah, to this day. <laughs> uh, the Clouded Fortress disappears, but not before dropping a big crystal cube. It just shits a cube out. And uh, the mm-hmm. war is over. Will says Asriel won. Lyra says, yeah, looks like it. Dude, even watching that cube fall, like, if you're not really paying attention, you might not even, like, have really noticed it. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, how, what is that cube? What the fuck is that thing? I don't know. What's all, all this, right? then? Yeah. Uh, a gunway gets reunited with his daughters, both of them, now that Metatron's hold over the one is gone. So, hey, good job. And I felt nothing. I felt nothing. I felt nothing. Uh, Will and Lyra find the crystal cube. Will's like, I think there's somebody in here. It's like, but there's no air holes. <laughs> um, so Will cuts it open. There's an old robe dude in there. Presumably the real authority. <laughs> but we don't know. <laughs> yes. This was this was ridiculous. What the fuck? Like, one, we don't even know what this cube is. Two, they just cut it open, see a fucking dude, and it, that dude disappears. Yeah. And then it's they like, move oh, on. I'm free <laughs> to go back to heaven now. Whee! They don't even mention what fucking happened. These yeah, she's two like, idiot kids. <laughs> she's like... like oh, can I go see Pan now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of being here. Uh, yeah, Lyra says she wants to go see Pan. Will cuts a door, and they step through to the world with the trees, and that's the end of the episode. So, like, that scene in particular where they have that cube and cut it open, that's what makes me think there's shit that was cut out 
or there was stuff that was supposed to be in that, that, that was filmed and wasn't put in. Was it supposed or, to be a 10 episode? Was it a story, there? but wasn't filmed at all for time or mm-hmm. money or I don't know. Cause that is fucking stupid. Cause Metatron was just supposed to be, you know, he's not the authority. Yeah. We just saw the authority just fucking this old thing that just disappeared. Mm-hmm. What the hell? No, nobody told us anything about this. Yeah. Is there like, is now that the authority is back, is he going to be like, no, 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 Metatron was right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> gonna, but the authority is not back. Authority's but dead he, and gone. What I assume, right? No, I think when, I think when he disintegrates, he goes to heaven. But there is no heaven. The heaven was Metatron's world, right? I assume there's still they destroyed a, that. There's only the real worlds and the land of the dead. Fuck, man. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> what about all these other worlds? We had the, there's like infinite worlds, you know, and only a few fighting this war. All the other worlds, are, <laughs> they don't know what the fuck happened. They're yeah. just going about their business. They don't know uh, anything different. There's uh, there's some questions, Mike. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Lots of questions. What's going Lots on? Of questions. Yes. That so, box really made me mad. <laughs> the authority in the box. I was like, at least the, give me something. Give me yeah. a voiceover at the end. I don't know. Yeah, the box, uh, the box, the box didn't need to be there. Gomez didn't need to be there. The box didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. What's in the box? What's in the box? Gwyneth Paltrow should have been in the box. It should have been the rest Ooh. of Gwyneth Paltrow. All right. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll get into episode eight which is the final episode of the series, which after like, even like, yeah, there are episodes as Mike and I are discussing the plot. We're definitely like realizing some what the fucks and having some questions. And even though we're making fun of it, I still very much enjoyed episode seven, but yeah, there's, there's, there's things missing and that happens. Yeah, episode a lot seven was still good. It's surprisingly like, uh, all the visuals I think looked really good. Really, throughout this whole series, mm-hmm. there wasn't uh, much there that I was like, "Oh, that looks like crap." Yeah, you know, every, everything looks pretty good. And, yeah, there's uh, no uh, people riding dragons that you have to worry about. Just let your people fly. Don't put them on dragon back where they always look stupid. Well, I mean, these witches kind of look a little stupid when they fly with their little shoulder movements. They're. Uh, I was trying to like as they're like they're floating in the. <laughs> floating in the sky uh, during Azriel's speech, and then before the war starts, it's like I don't think they're the fabric of their clothes are moving. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked how they were all spread out, though, kind of randomly. Uh-huh. You know, that, that seemed more real to me. Yeah, that, I, you know, I mean, one angel will be like, "I need my space. I want to be over here." Yeah. <laughs> that, that angel has a couple gas. grouped together. <laughs> oh, sorry, I dusted. Um, mm. So, yeah, after a huge episode seven, episode eight is really anticlimactic by comparison. And it's almost 10 minutes longer than the previous episode. But Mm -hmm. I think our recap of this episode will take less than half the time (laughs) that we Mm -hmm. spent recapping episode seven. Because it's basically one point of view, and it's very point A to point B. So as we open up in episode eight, the botanical garden or botanic garden or whatever it is. Olive Garden, when you hear your family. Um, Lyra and Will are in Tree World, 
looking for their demons. And the entire time, so Mike, if you need to interrupt with anything, please feel free to interrupt because I gloss over a lot in this episode, in the, in this recap for this. Um, all right. Well, uh, first of all, they wake up and they're just sleeping. So they, they went through that door and they're just like, we, we don't need to find our demons. Let's, let's take a nap. And then they wake up. It's like, we don't need to find our demons. Let's go, you know, take a swim. Nice, nice little leisurely swim. I'm stinky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, uh, I think my mom might be dead. You, you <laughs> think? You think? You know what happens when your demons disappear, all right? Mm-hmm. You saw your mom's demon disappear. I think, think she might be dead. <laughs> okay, so, Tim, continue. <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah. Uh, there's dialogue between Lyra and Will about how Lyra knows her parents are dead. Mm-hmm. Or, how, or basically, she doesn't know, but she thinks, I have a strong mm-hmm. feeling both my parents are dead. And she's left with all these unanswered questions about why they did what they did. Why did they abandon her? Why did they do all these horrible things? Which, yeah, we uh, she doesn't know because nobody told her anything this entire fucking series. <laughs> um, uh, meanwhile, the demons are uh, close by, but still kind of pissed off at them. So they're not like making themselves uh, appear, but they can feel that they're close. Uh, yep. they Emo pan. They, yeah. Oops, excuse me. Emo, emo pantaloons. Um, they see Atoll, the talking elephant, who tells them to follow and come see Mary. And they're like, we don't understand you. We don't have Duolingo. They, uh, they've just been through a bunch of shit, all right? Like, they've mm-hmm. been through so many worlds where almost every, at every single point, there's fucking danger. Mm-hmm. And these skating elephants come along like... Wait, elephants can skate? Oh, they're tops of skating. If you've never seen an elephant skate, then you've never been on acid. <laughs> but then they're just like, oh, no worries. I don't need to be afraid at all. Like, this, these elephants on skates. And well, I think. I think, it, I think it wants us to follow it. I, okay. I get, yeah. I think in Will's case, he kind of, well, one, he cut the, he cut the hold of the same world that he lets the souls into or the, lets, lets the ghost yeah. into. Um, and I think and he, he has, like, a has a, he has a knife. And I think with the knife, he can kind of sense like that this world is safe or at least it's supposed to be safe. A knife that can cut through anything except mm-hmm. his his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he has those special pants, man. Indestructible dro- pockets. Yeah, if he just drops that knife point down, does it just keep going <laughs> through the world? <laughs> Never stops. I don't know. Hmm. Um, That's a great question. Yeah, but they follow. Yeah, these. Uh, let's follow these elephants on wheels. And they uh, they get reunited with Mary, and mm-hmm. basically they uh, Mary's like Lyra. Oh, punch me in the potatoes! I can't <laughs> believe it's you, Lyra. Look how big you've gotten. Oh, oh it's like a winkadink. Hmm. 
We did also let me show you my let me show you my nuts. (laughs) We do also find out through various conversations in this episode that Will's been gone, like from his world for about a year now. (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty long time. Um so Lyra learns that she like, yeah, what are you doing here, Mary? Oh, well, I've been following fucking sticks and <laughs> not the band. Uh, I, I, I followed them back in the seventies, but, uh, yeah, no, these Starbird. are the itching sticks. <laughs> and it's like, Hey, my dark particles, your dust, their shreff, it's all the same thing. And guess what? It's not sin. It's, uh, it's consciousness. It's creativity. It's, uh, it's real cool shit, man. Come snort a line. Uh, uh, yeah. But the dust is still leaving and the trees are still dying. So if, if like the dust is leaving because like there's not thought or creativity, right? Is that what I, that's what I got from this? Oh no. The dust is leaving because there's too many holes in the world. <laughs> oh, Okay. Because she made it sound like, like, oh, it's because dust is like thought and creativity. I'm like, I guess these fucking atolls or whatever these elephants are, dumb shit. No creativity. So two two things are happening here. One, it's like the dust was leaving because there's all these holes that are open in between the multiverse that it's seeping through. And then uh metatron making that big fucking crater kind of sped things up a bit okay yeah yeah. so everything's getting pulled into that stuff Mm -hmm. so meanwhile after that they have a chat about how mary used to be a nun but then fell in love lots of talk about love uh lots of will and lyra looking at each other while mary talks about love it's about 15 minutes of mary love story Mm -hmm. uh they're like Wait, you're a lesbo. (laughs) Yes, this girl gave me this piece of candy and reminded me of how much I love pussy. (laughs) Who I can never go back to the church because I just had this craving, just this craving for pussy. I can't go back. I can't go back to the convent where I'm just surrounded by puss all day. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be able to control myself. (laughs) Um. So meanwhile, let's uh let's take a break from Lyra and Will to talk about Gomez. Uh mm-hmm. meanwhile, who gives a fuck really? <laughs> He's This That's is how basic... I felt when he came on screen. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this fucking guy, this is this is the big threat that's left in mm-hmm. the show. Uh he's tracking Mary Malone. He's walking through the worlds like Mary It's just lots of scenes of him walking. Um shoots an animal for no real reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's funny to me. I don't, I'm like, why even put that in there? Like, yeah. Oh, all right. This godly creature. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it. Shoot all of them. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the rest of them could have just stampeded his ass. Mm-hmm. So eventually, his d- demon leads him to Lyra after Lyra and Will do some splishy splashy. Uh, or splashy, splashy. Hey, hold on a sec. Before, how how does he even know that they're godless beasts? I he mean, doesn't. look at the elephants; they can talk. Like he, he didn't even try going talk to them horses or whatever he shot. 
maybe they talk and uh maybe they're maybe they worship god more than he does yeah they probably do well he doesn't even worship god he worships metatron (laughs) he just doesn't know it yeah um yeah i don't know but yeah he's about to headshot lyra when balthamos remember this guy because hmm? <laughs> i forgot about him he's he's <laughs> i didn't forget about him but he's gonna headshot them when they're doing just another oh who cares about uh you know our demons let's just go have some more splashy splashy time <laughs> no rush so balthamos appears to gomez tells him to come closer and Gomez is like, oh, an angel, if you let me, we're on the same side. And uh, Balthamos is like, no. <laughs> Gomez is like, let me perform this act of devotion to rid the worlds of sin. And Balthamos is like, desire is not sin. You who judge are just afraid. I am Balthamos, and I will not let you take an innocent child's life. And he grabs Gomez's demon and crushes it in his hand, killing Gomez and apparently himself. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> I was confused too. Why Couple did he questions. die? Why did he announce his name first? <laughs> Why did he have to do that? I'm Baltimore. So I crush us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, unnecessary. Didn't even do that. But then, yeah, why did he die? Did like, did that dude's demon like as a poisonous spider and like bit him as he crushed him? Because, so, well, only logical thing I could come up with. Even if that was the case, why would <laughs> why would an angel get, die from a bite? <laughs> it could have became like an angel Spider Man. Or demons made out. Well, I guess if uh, if uh, if Azrael can shoot angels, and I guess angels can be bitten by whatever the fuck it is. Can angels not kill demons? Hmm. Or can angels not kill people? I I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Like now that the real authority's back, he's like, no, 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 no. We're gonna unmake you. I don't know. Well, and the other thing is like, okay, this is a pretty holy guy. You're a fucking angel. I feel like you, if you had just said, uh, hey, don't do that, maybe he would have not done that. <laughs> no. Hey, let me show you the truth about shit, dude. You, yeah. You know, <laughs> you've been fed a lot of, a lot of lies and propaganda, man. Let, let me now, just granted, show you. Yeah. Now, I don't care that Gomez is dead. It's like, oh, it would have been better if he just stayed alive. So I'm not saying that at all. It's just like, Mm-hmm. Seems seems rushed. Seems <laughs> seems a lot of why did this happen? Yeah, um, and that's it. That's all there was to the Gomez stuff. Just some walking around Mary Malone style until he gets smushed by an angel. Yeah, I thought, man, I thought maybe uh, Mary was going to get her head blown off, like at just some random time. You know, like maybe while Mary was telling her stories. Uh-huh. And then, like, yes, and then I got this piece of candy, and then pow! <laughs> Dead. Kind of brain. So I was about to dive right into her muffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to hear the rest of that story. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, and Lyra and Will would just be like, huh, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know, I've seen so much that this doesn't surprise me anymore. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're about halfway through the episode already. This is all that's happened. <laughs> um, Lyra and Will finally smoochy kiss. Yeah. Out of which... nowhere. Like, it was... I don't understand why she decided to kiss him then. It didn't seem like a time. I don't know. Just seemed very odd. Listen, they're not like, getting I any knew it was going to happen at some <laughs> point, but yeah. Okay. Uh, which apparently heals the multiverse and slows the flow of dust. The love of Eve shall heal the earth and all the worlds will feel it. I thought Smoochies healed the earth. I thought that's what happened was just Smoochies heals everything. Smooch all the holes in between the worlds. Mm. Uh, Serafina arrives and appears to the demons and uh, names Will's demon Kiriava or Kiriava, something like that. And uh, Pan wasn't like, that's a stupid name. <laughs> That name's going to leave you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Serafina says, hey, it's time to quit being a little bitch um, and rejoin. Yeah, their exactly. That's in my notes. Like, yep. <laughs> she tells him stop being a little bitch. Um, like, okay. Because they're going to need their demons for what's to come. And uh, what's to come is that Will and Lyra can't stay together. Oh. So Surprise, surprise. Um, they've slowed the flow of dust, but everyone has to go home. You don't, <laughs> it's not even you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. It's like, no, you have to go home. <laughs> uh, and all the doors between worlds need to be sealed to keep the dust from leaking. We got to make this uh, a hermetic seal. Seemed like you could open a door and close it real fast. You know, I don't want to be a problem. Yeah, but <laughs> apparently every time the knife makes a cut, it speeds up the flow of dust and a little darkness comes in in one form or another. Such as mm. specters, Mike. He's making specters. Man, maybe we could find another uh, Marissa. <laughs> Just destroy <laughs> him with mind power. And Will and Lyra are like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> we did all this, and now this is the thanks we get? <laughs> so, Lyra goes yeah, to ask... She, she can't read the lethiometer either, because yeah. she's all grown up now. Yeah. Ooh. That's that's in my notes. Get, once you get some smoochies, you're all grown up. Yep. Lyra goes to ask the alethiometer what to do, but it doesn't work for her anymore now that she's smoochy-kissed, is what's in my notes. Uh, she has... <laughs> She has to go to school to learn to read it like anyone else. Yep. But that's a story for another day, Tim. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. She should have been sitting on a throne like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Conan, but that's another yes. story. Dun, 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 dun. So Mary does her best to console Will while Serafina does her best to console Lyra. But they're like, yeah. You know, it sucks, but better to have loved and lost and yada, yada, yada. You still have a whole life to look forward to. Um, 
And Zafina tells them that, you know, humans may create enough dust to keep one window open, but they all know where that window needs to be. The land of the dead, the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of the windows need to be closed. And while the knife exists, only will can close these windows. But if he breaks it, the angels can just go ahead and close them. Oh, how convenient. Yeah. That really saves some time. Why didn't they fucking close them when it was broken before? <laughs> hey. Oh, they were busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have done. He should have fucking gone back to York. Said, I'm going to break this knife. Close all the, g- <laughs> the doors. <laughs> Remake it. Remake it. All right. I'll make that strange knife again. Um, There's about 15 more minutes of bittersweet heartbreaking goodbye scenes between Will and Lyra here. Oh, my God. Which really got to Sarah. Sarah's like, oh, this is. This is horrible. This is heartbreaking. She's she's very upset. She's crying. I was less affected. Um, I was actually more affected by the golden monkey and Stel Maria evaporating. Yeah. That's like the, oh, there's one tear that I have there. But uh, I already knew this was going to happen because of what Joppery said. And I'm also too old and jaded at this point in my life to be affected by teenage love stories. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was. I was like, okay, I got it. Is it gonna end? Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, I've seen this story before, so that's why. You know, yeah. if I was younger, you know, if I was a teenager or something watching this. Yeah, I would think differently. So, we learn that the worlds aren't properly aligned until all the windows are closed. So, Seraphina leads them to where Lyra's Oxford should be. Um. And they all step through. And while Will and Lyra are sitting on a park bench, uh, Seraphina teaches Mary how to see her own demon. And Mary has a soul bird now. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Yep. Um, <laughs> Lyra and Will promise that they'll come to the same be- the sitting on a park bench. They're going to come to that bench every year for an hour so they'll be quote unquote together sometimes very sweet what if someone's sitting on it yeah uh <laughs> excuse like, me. hey uh <laughs> i had this reserved for an hour no like is she gonna are they gonna like try to give like the invisible person next to him a handy or something what if the park bench gets damaged and we're stolen or uh mm-hmm. you know the park gets torn down yeah yeah so we don't know. Everyone says their goodbyes again. Will cuts the window. Mary walks through. Will says he's going to break the knife as soon as he's through. Otherwise, he'll just want to cut his way back to Lyra. They kiss one more time through the portal and he seals it and breaks the knife by thinking of Lyra. Mm. Uh, and then we see the portals in Chittagaze. Uh, the greenhouse and Will's world and Azriel's hole in the sky all close up. The angels uh, seal up all the holes. Lyra returns to Jordan College. Will returns to his mother. A year later, I mean, like, where the fuck have you been for a year? 
<laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, is he still wanted for murder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, a year later, the two of them sit on their park bench and true to the world, true to their word, they return to that bench every year. And we, uh, we learn this through text on the screen. Um, each of them live a full life in their own worlds. Will becomes a med student, then a successful surgeon, which is impressive. I don't know if I'd want him to be a surgeon on me. You know, if he came in with his two fingers and was like, ah, yeah, (laughs) I want to cut you open. uh, This is how good I am. (laughs) How'd you cut those fingers up? Oh, with a knife. (laughs) Wait, you're (laughs) a surgeon. (laughs) Well, this was before. I've gotten better. So when I realized I really (laughs) like cutting into people. (laughs) <laughs> he just can't get it out he's like misses cutting into stuff so bad <laughs> he's just <laughs> stabbing people he does the same like he's one of those doctors that always has the same joke he's like uh so we surgery was a success we stitched you all up but uh unfortunately uh we might have left a couple things inside you by mistake <laughs> and he holds up his hands his fingers are gone <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, if he's a success, being a successful surgeon is super impressive when you're missing two fingies. Yeah. It's either that or a butcher. (laughs) Uh, Lyra goes to college and relearns how to read the alethiometer again, which will come in handy when she and pan would go on to have another great adventure. Yeah, they're going to have to fucking take down the angels again. Like, isn't that how this all this shit happened in the first place? They just gave the angels all that power. You know, that's why they had to make that knife. You know, but they're like, no, trust us. Just uh, destroy the knife. Yeah, just break it. We'll close all the doors. Everything will be fine. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's his dark materials. That is the series. It is over. It won't. uh, won't won't people think it's like real weird that Will has a cat around him all the time? Won't they the all talks? be trying to pet his cat? Yeah. Like, well, the oh, other that's thing, a demon. Well, Wait, what? What the fuck is a demon? These people don't know. They don't know. Is, is and him and Mary gonna try to tell him? Like <laughs> they're gonna try to pet his cat, and he's gonna be fucking jizzing all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's going to school, like ah. Keep your cat outside, all right? This is a school, yeah. not a petting zoo. Oh. You just pet my cat, and I jizz in my pants. <laughs> the, well, he is—he has been separated from his demons, so uh, they can presumably go the distance. He can stay home. The cat can stay home. Yeah, I guess so. But, all right. Mom, yeah. don't pet my cat. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's my um, demon mom what, <laughs> what? man you're weird uh, <laughs> you've only been gone for you've only been gone for a year but you've gotten really weird you said you've been in other worlds and there's been a war with angels you've got all two right. you're missing you're, two we're gonna fingers? have to put you in uh an asylum all right give you some help it's uh yeah i kind of feel like i want to read the books now like i'm not going to read them anytime soon but i am going to read them <laughs> Are there are there new are there books besides these three? 
There's a new there's another trilogy. The third book in the trilogy is not out yet, but the second one came out not too long ago. Oh. Um so the first it's it's called the Book of Dust trilogy. So books 1 and 2 are out. Book 1 takes place like 10 years before his Dark Materials. And then book 2 takes place I want to say 7 years after his Dark Materials. All right. So one doesn't have Lyra at all in it, and then the second book has an older Lyra in it. All right. And then the third book, I think, takes place after the second book. So I think cool. the uh, cool, cool, Philip cool. Pullman, Philip Pullman, wants to have the book finished by towards the end of next year. I think is what I heard. So yeah, I'll. I'd like to return to this world. I uh, like, even though we uh, we're like, what the fuck. <laughs> Well, a little more information, if you please. Mm-hmm. Um, I still really enjoyed the show. Yeah, I am. I am glad Mike uh, talked me into watching it to do Watchers on the Couch for it. You're welcome. It has a satisfying ending, <laughs> unlike some other shows. Yes. Yeah, even though like I thought it was, you know, all this was drawn out this last episode. I mean, it still had a conclusion and an ending. And I wasn't like completely like, what the fuck? Even though I kind of just shat on this last episode, (laughs) I still, I still enjoyed this whole series. So Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, So that is going to be it for our coverage of his dark materials. There's no more unless they make more shows, in which case maybe we'll come back if uh, we're still alive. Then (laughs) (laughs) if we haven't turned to dust, who knows when things get adapted. (laughs) Maybe we'll do it from the land of the dead. Yeah. I fell, th- I fell through this dimensional portal. <laughs> and now I'm in the land of the dead, but I still get a Wi-Fi signal so I can put out this uh, this podcast. It's the Watchers from the Dead. Hello from, <laughs> hello from the land of the dead. Um, this is not the end of Watchers on the Couch for this year. We have one more episode coming up. In fact... Mike and I are sitting down in person with our good friend Chris tomorrow morning to do our kind of year in review, which is going to be fun. We're going to talk a little bit about what we might like to do with Watchers on the Couch next year, 2023, um, what shows we like that we didn't talk about, things like that. Um it's going to be fun. It's uh, we're going to sit down with our friend Chris. I think I said that. I don't remember if I said that. Yep. Uh, do. But an in-person podcast, which I have not done in I don't know how long. It's been a long time. I yeah, think it's I been don't know. since I me, think, you, and Sarah did it together. I think it would have been since the last season of Game of Thrones. Probably. Then the the pandemic happened the next year. So you were remote for Westworld season two or yep. uh, season three. And for Watchmen. Watchmen, you and I did. Uh, Watchmen was 2019. That was before the pandemic. We just decided to do, since it was just the oh, two that's of right. us, we just decided to do it remotely. So you didn't have to drive out here all the time. Yeah. And that worked out. Great preparation. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did we know this is how that's how we would have to do things for some time to come. But tomorrow in person, three people looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. That'd be fun. 
Yeah. So join us for that, if you would please. That would be great. And until next time, I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And go pet your demon, but don't pet your mom's demon. Oh, yeah. Demon pet. And fuck Gomez. Stupid bitch. (sighs) I'm Mary. (laughs) Hey, if you made it this far into the show, let me just say thanks. It means a lot that you take the time to listen to us goof around, and we'd love to hear from you and let us know how we're doing. Consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you leave your podcast reviews, and reach out on any of our various social media channels. Links in the description. 